Good morning, Rabbi Isai. Ah, Lili Nishmasi Mimurasi Rusbus Mordechai. Still traveling, still in an undisclosed location. Received a number of emails, people concerned of my well being. I look a little nervous, sad. No, not nervous, not sad. Borchem, everybody's healthy, everybody's good, in good moods. I have to say that in terms of the sheer, because I'm traveling, it's different for me. I'm out of my environment, don't have my svarim, don't have my chavrusa. So yes, in terms of the sheer, it's not, you know, I don't feel it. But in terms of me, myself, thanks for asking. No, Baruch Hashem, everybody's healthy, everybody's safe and sound. So, uh, let's start off the sheer with a kapil tehillim, kuf mem Maskila David, Bio Isoi, Bamaros Filo, Koili Ladino Zok, Koili Ladino is Hanon, Espoich Lefonovsi, Zorosi, Lefonov, Agid, Besate for Lavuhi, Batoyadat in a civil sea, Berzua, Tom Nufahli, Habet Yominure, Vendi Maki, Rovad Monois, me many, ain't the ration of she, Zoakti, Lechado, you know, your marty atomaxi, Helki, Berets, Hachaim. Hakshival Rinosiki Dalois Mioid, Hatsileni Miroid Fai, Kiom Tsumimani, Hoytium Mazgan Avshiloidois Shimbeho, Viachtir Sadikim, Kisigmoho, Lolo, Yahenukovis Roll, and Sulum Sorvishivio, Hoim Din Bain by Yom, Ubain by Abosho, Hamoki Mirahim Alayem, Vitim Mitsor Luboch, my fellow Iro, Mishubu Gulo, Hashto, Bagalos Makoriver, for all those who are part of the Shir, who are on the front lines, relatives of those in all Achenu Yisrael who need a Yeshua, the Shir is dedicated to those in captivity, those who need a Rafur Shlema, those who need a Nechama for the terrible loss, and everybody should go back to where they were, the beginning, and even better, and Be'ez Hashem, much brighter days up ahead. Today's shir is being sponsored by the Msechta, sponsored by Lachim Loving Families, Lakeman, New Jersey, because Torah and Achtas are the best gula. Parasachoydesh, Yilan Chaim Golan, Lili Nishmat, Batsheva Chaya Bat Miriam, Parasachoydesh, Moshe Ben Zechariah, Lili Nishmat, Moshe Ben Zechariah, Parasachoydesh, Lili Nishmat, Yosef Bas Chayo, that's all I have in terms of that. The rest, Yosef will insert right over here. And the art of the month, Yosef and Chai Sara, for all the schools in the comment from supporting Limura Toiro. Rabbi Isai, we're holding the last, last words on the Samach Ahmed Beis. Today is the Samach Aleph Ahmed Aleph. That means that we are 60 daf into Mesech Kedushin, only another 20 days left. We also know, well, not all of you, but Samach Aleph is a special da for me because it happens to be the initials of my name, Eli Stefanski. Not every Masechta do we get to it. So it's an achievement. So let me just tell you real quickly what we're going to see here. And basically, we have... Where did I put that chart? Oh, it's all the way to the last chart. Okay. It's in the wrong place, but uh, Yosef will have to do some fixing over here. We have a chart that on the right side, on the bottom, it says Hegdish in green words, and 
in the left that says Mecher in red, and in the center it says Kiddushin. So basically what we're going to learn all the way until the Mishnah, it's super, super simple, is that if a person purchases a field or has a field that gives it to Hegdish, there's two different halachas when it comes to purchasing and Hegdish. And that is, if you have a field that has holes in it, you can't plant ten tefachim hole, or you have some sort of rock formation that you can't plant on. And you sell a person, you say, hey, I'm selling you an acre of land. And it includes all these formations, all these holes. So the Lord is going to tell us that's not included in the sale. You have to give him extra land. You can't include it in the acre. But when I do, Hegdish is different. The Gemara wants to know, what about Kiddushin? When a person promises a woman to have X amount of real estate, and includes all these formations, below the ground, above the ground, does it count for an acre? Does it count for a kur? Or perhaps he has to add a little bit. That's the whole sugya. And the Gemara is going to say it's similar to Hegdish. So, let's see. Gabe Hegdish Tnan, top of Samachal of Hamagdish Sodeu Bishas Hayoyvel, when Yoyvel is applicable, in other words, when Klai Yisrael is in Eretz Yisrael, most of Klai Yisrael, today we don't have Yoyvel. Noisen Bezera Choymer Soyrim Chamishim Shekel Kesef. Sounds like a lot, very simple. So we actually have a chart here that says base kur. And then there's another chart that shows on the bottom it's 15 times the size of the Chatzar Mishkan. Let me see. I might skip the chart. Yeah, the Chatzar Mishkan. Here's chart number one. Chatzar Mishkan is 50 ama by 100 ama. It says in the middle of the chart equals 5,000 ama base sosayim. So it's 5,000. 15 times that amount is a base core. It's equal to 30 saw, 75,000 square amas. Quite significant. So if a person says, I want to donate my field to Hegdish, and then he wants to redeem his field, he wants to redeem it, what's the redemption price? So there's a certain amount. There's that that he plants, a choymer soirim, if he can plant a choymer of soirim, a kur of soirim, of barley. So it's 50 shekel. So in other words, a shekel a year, basically you prorate it, however many years you have left. If you have 10 years left, so you pay the hegdish 10 shekel. Now, two lines down. What if this field is not flat? It has ditches that are 10 tfachim deep. Or rock formations that are 10 tfachim tall. You can't plant on either of those. That's not how you count the core. Anything less, then it's bottled to the karka, and that's how you count it. We ask, you're right, it's not part of the but a person donated this, so why don't we count it within itself? And you'll say, well, because it's not a whole court, it's not chashiv, and that's not true. We're going to see that every measurement is chashiv. So just because it's its own formation within a field that you gave to Hegdish doesn't mean that it should be its own, it's a, it should have some sort of gdusha. You can't ignore the fact that he's magdish it.
It says in the Pasuk, Vermin Sode Sede, Matamaloma, what does it say Sede, Lefishanamar, it's extra, Lefishanamazer, Chaim, Sorry, Bahamisha, mainly a little shikish Maybe it has to be exactly a kur. Menelai Ravis Lesech, how do you know a half a kur? Vichatsi Lesech, and a quarter of a kur. Saw is a thirtieth of the kur. Tarkav is a half of a saw, so it's a sixtieth. Vichatsi Tarkav, one twentieth of a kur. Vafilu Roivag, Minayan, how do you know a a quarter of a kav. In other words, any size field, how do you know that you can be makdashit, tamaloimar, sedei, mikomakoim? So that if so, how come if you have a rock formation that doesn't have its own kedusha? We're talking about a ditch in the ground that you can't plant in it. Why? Because it's full of water. That's what we're talking about. I don't know if I said this joke, it's time to start getting out of this. Um, not really. I mean, we're deep, deep into it, but I need to get out of it. Uh, it's possible I said this literally um, two weeks ago. I remember I wanted to, but I just, I don't know. It just didn't happen then, and maybe I said it afterwards. But I'll go upon him. I'll say it again. It wasn't that funny. If I said it then, I don't remember anybody laughing, so maybe that's why I don't remember. I'll go upon him. There was a guy that was walking in the desert, and he was looking for water. And he comes upon a ditch in the desert. And he's not sure. He looks in and he doesn't see any water. So he doesn't know what to do. So he sees a giant rock. So he goes and he takes the rock. And it's very difficult for him. And he keeps on rolling it, rolling it. Finally, he pushes it into the pit. He listens, listens. All of a sudden, as he's listening to the water, he sees a giant camel running, 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 running. Jumps into the pit. A few moments later, a Bedouin comes by. He says, hey, did you by any chance see my camel? He says, I don't know what's your camel, but I did see a camel run, 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 and jump into the pit. Bedouin says, oh, that's impossible. That's impossible because my camel was tied to a giant rock. Ha, ha, ha. Okay. Over here we're talking about a pit that actually had water, and therefore you can't uh, sow it, you can't use it as a field, and Mamela, it's not included together with the field. Yeah, I'll prove it to you. Because it's, you have the ditches in the ground, and you have the rock formations on top, just like the rock formations, you can't plant anything on top, your tractor doesn't go over it, and whatever. it's not part of the field, so too the ditches. So if you have a dish that's let's say seven tfachim, it should also not be included. These are all parts, they're little puddles in the ground. They're little ditch, not a real ditch. A ditch is separate. Every field is going to have your ups and your downs, a little bump here, a little puddle there, but they're all included. They're all bottled to the field. Something more significant is not bottled. Says the Gemara, okay, so we just figured out Hegdish. What about sale? I sell you a field and it has a ditch in it. I sell you a field and it has a rock formation. I'm selling you a base court. 75,000 square amas. And they had. Very deep ditches. I saw it. I saw it. I saw it. 
or rocks, when I sell you something, I want something flat. But less than that, it is part of it. So over here, when it comes to sale, even if it doesn't have water in it, it's not included. My time on Since I can't take my tractor and plow the entire field in one shot, I have to get it off the tractor. Lift my tractor up, put it on top of the rock formation and continue. It's not one field. I wanted one flat field like they have in Iowa. Nice flat stuff. I thought you're going to sell me 75,000 square hours that's flat. Not with a bunch of formations that are impossible to to take care of in one shot. Says Gemara, and finally we're up to the question. What about when it comes to Kiddushi, we're literally four lines before the Mishnah. When a person promises his kala that he has 75,000 square amas of land, does he mean with ditches or without ditches? Because if it's with ditches, maybe he has to add... And he has to do 75, 76,000 amma worth of land because he has a bunch of ditches in his land. Can't include them. Or perhaps it's like Hegdish, that if you could plant in it, it doesn't have water. It's not filled with water. It's considered part of the land. I'm going to say that's similar to Hegdish. And therefore, if, it doesn't, if it's not filled with water, it's considered part of the land. Why? Why do you want me to have 75,000 square ama? Because you want to be sure that I have decent parnasa that I'm, I'm going to provide for you. Don't worry about it. I'll provide. You're worried about my tractor going up to the second level? I'll get the tractor up there. I'll take care of business as long as I can bring home and provide for you. You shouldn't have an issue with this. And Memela, the Kiddushin, is Kiddushin. Avoisai. We're talking about a very, very famous concept called Tanai Kafel. When you make a condition with someone, let's say you borrow my esrig for Natilas Lulav and esrig, so it's appropriate for me to make a condition. And I say, I'm giving this to you, Matana Amanas Lahaxer. On condition you give it back to me. And I, have, I should add, and if you don't give it back to me, then it's not a Matana. Because, yes, we are very smart. And when I say yes, you understand that the opposite of it is no. But perhaps you have to be definitive. I don't know if that's the word. You have to be very clear in what you say. You have to say, I will, I'm making a condition. I will do X, Y, Z if you do that. And if you don't do it, I won't do X, Y, Z. It's not self-explanatory. Says the we learn this from the condition that Moshe Rabbeinu made with Bnei Gad Bnei Ruven. Bnei Gad Bnei Ruven told Moshe Rabbeinu, we don't want to go into Eretz Yisrael, we want to be in Gilad. You have a lot of sheep, a lot, a lot of cattle, we want good lush grass. So he went to Yasek Hashbarach, and Yisrael says, fine. If Bnei Gad Bnei Ruven will fight the war to conquer Eretz Yisrael, then they'll get Gilad. And if they don't fight the war, then they won't get Gilad. What's this extra, and if they don't want? It should be obvious. If they fight the war, then they'll get gilad. You and I would understand. And if they don't fight the war, they don't get, no. When you make a tenai, you have to double up the lush. So, in those psukim, Rashi brings down, and we have a chart for it, I don't see it here, but maybe we'll put it on later. 
There are other conditions that you see from Tanai Bnei Goda Bnei Ruben, what Moshe Rabbeinu said. First of all, you need that the condition should be before the action. And also you need that the positive should be before the negative. Those are the three things that we see from these Pesukim. Shinemar, because it says in the Pesukim, Vayoyimah Aleyim, and Moshe Rabbeinu tells Bnei Goda Bnei Ruben, Im Yavr Bnei Goda Bnei Ruben, if they shall, the positive, the negative, Okay. So first of all, I want to point out just that Rizal says over here. I, I said it once before, but it's good I to hear it again. The Rizal says that Ruvain was born from an impure thought of Yaakov Avinu. Yaakov Avinu thought that he's with Rachel the first night. In fact, it was Leah. We know that's a problem to think about another wife, about another woman. It was impure. It says that reason the same thing by God. God, Yaakov thought it was Leah, in fact, it was Bila. And half of Shevet Menasha has a half impurity because it came from the marriage of, or I should say, the relationship of Dina and Shechem. So it's Half impure. Says that Rizal, Akashbarhu didn't want to give, it's unbelievable, Arizal. Akashbarhu didn't want to give Ruvain, God, and half a Menasha, didn't want to give them a part in Israel because they weren't pure like that. To even say it, Arizal says it. And therefore, Akashbarhu, instead of telling them, oh, you don't get, he made it in a way that they should desire not to go into Israel. That was their Rotson. They came from them. They didn't want to go. They wanted Gilad. Unbelievable. So, Rebbe argues not on the three conditions that we have in tonight, but on the tonight kafal. That you have to repeat yourself and say the negative after you say the positive. Or that you have to say two things, negative and positive. No. Okay. The Torah had to say it that way. Why? Because if not so, Because if you think about it, Reuven and God and have a Menashe didn't want their Yisrael. They, they, Rashi used the Lashon Shekatsuba. They, they didn't like it. They didn't want it. They showed it a, a displeasure in their Yisrael. They didn't want it. So you think they shouldn't even get Eretz Yisrael if they didn't go to war, they shouldn't get anything. And in Melo, the Torah is saying no. They, they do get it. If they didn't go to war, they won't get killed, but they'll get their portion in Eretz Yisrael. Happens to be that there are only two mitzvahs in the Torah that you do within your entire body. That is, Mitzvah Sukkah, you go with your entire body into the Sukkah, and Yishuv Eretz Yisrael, which we're talking about here, which is Yon in the Yoyma because it's so difficult. Kajbarachim makes it hard. Eretz Yisrael, Nikas Surim. it's not Pashat. Somebody yelled at me. How do I? I was insensitive. I said that the people in, in Chutzlars don't understand what's going on. Uh, it's impossible to understand something that. If you're not there, you could see it on TV, you could see it in the news, you could see it on your WhatsApps. You can't experience something 
the way a person is actually there. When a person hears the bombing overnight, he hears these new bombs, these two, th- these two ton bombs that you could see the flashes go off in Ramah B'Chemish. You hear that it shook, literally half of Eretz Yisrael shakes. It's different than hearing about it and experiencing it. I'm not exactly sure why that person was upset at me. I'm not saying you don't understand. I'm not saying you don't understand what it means that just like we, Bar Hashem, don't understand what it means to lose a loved one in Gaza. We heard about it, we're sad about it, but we don't we, we didn't go to the funeral. We we don't we didn't sit Shiva, so it's not the same thing. That's all I was saying. But okay. It's good that there's always somebody that is upset about something. Bar Hashem. Says in Gemara, Shapi How could Rameir prove from the Pasuk that you need to say the positive and negative? Fakir, the Pasuk is telling us a big chiddush. I would think without the second part of the Pasuk, I think they wouldn't get anything. Kamash, when they get, they do get something, even if they don't go to war. Says Rameir, no. I'd like, because if you think. That the pasuk is not coming to double up the tonight. And it, just say, and if you don't go, if you don't go to war, what's Beretz Kanan? The extra words Beretz Kanan. Lomali. Okay, Rebbe says we have extra words wording here. It's for the tonight couple. For all those in need of refuah shleima, amen. And innovations in honor of my uncle Rebbe Chonam Pressman, and as a schos for a year filled with mazel, brochats, lochem, parnasa, berevach, for all of the MDY family. Rebbe Chanina Megamaliel, Eloi Kosa Rachmana Beretz Kenan. Rebbe Chanina says not extra. Have I mean of Venoyzim Besoychem Beretz Gilot? Maybe Venoyzim Besoychem means in the land of Gilot that they'll get a portion equal to whatever portion all of Klai Yisrael gets in Gilot. One twelfth, but they shouldn't get the whole, the whole thing. You think that Bnei God, Bnei Ruben, Minasha should divide Gilad with everybody equally, but in Eretz Yisrael they don't get anything. You still need the pasuk not for tonight, just to tell us how it should really work. What is Besachem? Within your, in, in the midst of you. Everywhere, Gilad, Oh, so now the Gemara brings a marshal, a brisa. This is a brisa. We have to see how to reconcile this brisa with our Mishnah. Let me give you an example. There's a person who divided all his belongings, Yerusha, to all his sons. He has three sons. The three sons represent Klai Yisrael and Bnei Gad Bnei Ruin. Omar Pliny Bnei Yerash Sada Plinus. Upliny Bnei Yerash Sada Plinus. These sons are going to inherit these fields. That's a Moshe Teretz Yisrael. Upliny Bnei Ite Mosayim Zuz, and the other one, Ruvain, is going to give two hundred Zuz. He's going to go to war. The Yerash Sada Plinus, and he'll get a different field. He'll get Gilad. Vimloitein, and if he doesn't give, ah, oh, here's what's important. If he doesn't give, 
then he'll inherit with the rest of his brothers. In other words, he's not going to lose everything. Pay attention. He's not going to lose everything. If he doesn't pay his 200, he'll just get what everybody else gets. He'll divide it equally with everybody. Because he repeated himself, the father, so that enabled the third son, not instead of getting zero, he gets together with his brothers. But wait a minute, it doesn't line up. This marshal doesn't line up with our mission. To begin with, we thought you shouldn't get even Eretz Yisrael zero. Alma Eretz Gilad Nami Mahani. Even so, in other words, I would think in the Mishnah that if they didn't go to war, they wouldn't get anything zero. But over here, it's different. In the rest, without the kfeilos, the son would get a chilek in the, even the third field that he's supposed to get everything. He would get at least a share of it without any kfeilos. In the Mishnah, they wouldn't get anything. Over here, we get something. And in Gilad, they would also get something. But we never had a Havamina that this son, if he doesn't pay his 200 Zuz, shouldn't get anything. He gets something. So all Imar is going to do is, you're right, the Mishnah seems like he doesn't get anything, but that was in the beginning. But then afterwards, when, the, when Remeyer had a discussion with Rebchanina, so it came out, no, that we never had a Havamina that they shouldn't get anything. They were supposed to get something. In the beginning of the Mishnah, we understood they shouldn't get anything. But after Remeir tells Rebchanina that in order to lose everything, it's enough just to say, you don't have to say, remember Rameir said, why do you have to say, Eretz Kanat? And on that, Rebbe told him, that if we just say, we think that they get Gilad. Oh, so over here already, Rebbe is saying, they would get something. So that adds up exactly to our Mashal. In the Mashal, the other brother, if he doesn't pay, you'd get at least something. And that's what Rebbe was saying. That if they wouldn't say, I would think that they get just Gilad. And that, that lines up beautifully with the marshal. Says the Gemara, very, very simple. The Gemara is going to do now, and also into tomorrow, the Gemara is going to take all the examples of the Torah that the Torah doubles up the Lashem. It says, if you do this, this will happen. And if you don't do this, this will happen. So why double Lashem? Can we understand, according to Rebbe we don't need a Tanai Kavul. All you need to say is, if you do this, this will happen. Everybody understands. And if you don't do that, it won't happen. Why do you need a double Lashon? If you do well, you do okay, you bring a better carbon, great. And if you don't, do better. Here's the double Lashon. And if not, you get a punishment. Why do you have to say that? 
according to Reb Chanina, why do you need a double ashen? You said you don't need a double ashen. So get that Maybe Reb Chanina will say very simple, and that's what the bottom line is. The Gemara uses this answer a number of times. That without the double ashen, I would think imtetiv agra. If you do well, Kayan, you'll get an award. And if you don't do good, you won't get an award, but you won't even get a punishment. For that, the Torah has to say, you get a punishment. I need a, a double ashen to tell me what happens when you don't do. If I just base it off what you do do on the positive. If you are positive and you do well, I'll give you an award. I'll give you $1,000. And if you don't do good, so you won't get $1,000. But that's not what happens. If you don't do well, you get a punishment. You're going to smack across the face. That you need the Torah to say. That's why this is double Asha. Just say the words in case I miss something here. You won't get even a punishment. That there is a punishment. By Eliezer, Avram, Avram was Mashbim, that he's going to bring a wife for Yitzchak from his family. And he said a double Ashen. So according to her, Mayor, you need a double Ashen. And if the girl doesn't want to come with you, then there's no Shavuah. What if the girl wants to go with you, but the family doesn't like you? In other words, the shvu is still on, you would have to force it to come, or whatever, but the shvu is still there. That's why Avram Avinu said, you're out of the shvu if the family doesn't want. To tell you chiddush about the family. Question is, why did Avram have to repeat word for word what Eliezer said? Eliezer asked him a question, what if she doesn't want to go with me? And Avram repeats, and what if she doesn't want to go with you? I think we're, the family wants, the opposite of what we said before, the family thinks it's a great shidduch, but the girl herself doesn't think it's a good shidduch. We shouldn't listen to her, we should force her to marry Yitzchak. Or at least, you're not out of Yeshua. Hamash Malan. No, both. The girl and the family have to agree. And if not, you're out of the Shvua. Don't worry about it. Come home. HaKash Baruch says, If you do my rules, my laws, then you'll get bracha. And if you despise my rules, then you'll get a punishment. Why do you need to double up? So the is going to say the same thing as we said before. Israel. If you do well, you get a bracha. And if you despise my rules, Parav, nothing. You're not going to get a punishment. Of course you're not going to get a reward for not doing anything, but you're not going to get a punishment. No, you're going to get a punishment, says the Gemara. If you listen... Get a bracha, you'll get a punishment. Same thing. Again, if you don't listen, nothing will happen to you. Not good and not bad. I think we're likely to do a record here on the road. It's good because the Ilam is waiting. So, Raboisai, have a wonderful Shabbos, wonderful week. We should hear Psuus Toivas. We should all be together again in the Bisham Medrash. 
where there's a gishmak, Doylem is into it. Now we know how to appreciate MDY Live. So have a wonderful day. We'll see you, Bezer Shem, Matzi Shabbos.